Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome to the Pro Wrestling Index Delivery the AI Podcast channel. I'm your host, Guy Drinkle, and joining me today is my Aussie brethren. How are you doing, Alex? I'm very well, Guy. Thank you. From across the pond, or many ponds. Um, yes, no, I'm, I'm very well. I'm looking very much looking forward to SummerSlam this weekend. I mean, we've had some tumultuous times over the last few weeks in terms of wrestling. The last time we spoke was post, what was it? Extreme Rules. I think yes yes uh when we were (laughs) waxing lyrical about a certain fiend and how his uh road to the royal rumble win was going to be uh kick-started with a win against finn balor and uh not only is that looking strong we have got finn balor and we've got bray wyatt rather in a jumper as well and we've got the fiend using the mandible claw too it's just it's, it's absolutely elite it's just going far and beyond what I actually imagined it would, and that's it just keeps getting better and better. So and we're about I'm two very weeks well. Away, we're about two weeks away from the fiend choking out Hulk Hogan somewhere. <laughs> he's <laughs> oh, working, that'd be amazing. He's, he's working his way oh, up the legend. so good drop the leg as well. Oh, my he God. He could do the leg drop. Just keep absorbing finishes from people. Oh, that'd be... Yeah, absolute class. Well, on, on the, the note of Hulk Hogan, what do you think of the uh, Raw reunion show um i enjoyed the last bit because it was fun and steve austin was clearly a bit tipsy <laughs> just, a smidge. just a little bit yeah, yeah just a smidge yeah. i mean it was it was awkward with the hulk hogan coming out and the rick flair coming out and i just like oh is this it and then steve austin comes out and starts telling stories goes off seemingly goes off script and then just starts talking about being illegal in south africa (laughs) (laughs) just absolutely like ranted to the point it's like one of the uncles on christmas day just going off with a story being like ah yes that's right and when i was in south africa and i did something they got me kicked out of the country and now i'm not allowed back in and oh how are you (laughs) how's university going (laughs) it's just like yeah okay thanks Uh, uncle steve yeah. But other than that, I thought it was a bit pointless, if anything. I know that some of the legends didn't get cleared, like Rikishi and stuff like that, so it kind of made it more pointless. Uh, Seth had to step in for Ricochet, so that didn't really work, so the rest of it was kind of pointless. But other than that, I think TV's been really good. I thought the reunion was still fun to watch, but it was kind of just pointless for what it was marketed as. But I think every other Raw's been 
fun. I mean, this week was fun. Uh, what happened last week? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. I remember it being good, but I can't remember what's happened on them. Uh, and the two, the twenty four seven title is still amazingly shit and phenomenal. Fun. Yes, content. Yes, <laughs> uh, the introduction of uh, not just Renee, who is stunning, but also quite like entertaining. But the introduction of Maria and Mike Canellas has been. Uh, not necessarily inspired, but it's added to the, the, that nice dynamic of absolute carnage. And to say that, you know, the two entertaining parts of that entire kind of 24-7 concept were Carmella and Truth. And then they were Drew, uh, Drake and, and, and Renee with that storyline. And then they were kind of Mike and Maria. They, do, they are doing a very good job at keeping it entertaining, not just with the same thing, but also without shunning people. So, so Drake still had his thing. Truth still got his thing. Um, and yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It's been fantastic. The one thing I do want to, like I want to mention is that, I mean, we've seen it with Goldberg this week. Um, I think a, a while ago, or like two two weeks ago, when the whole thing about Goldberg was kind of coming out, and um, Dolph mentioned him in a promo or, or whatever he did after the Royal Reunion, I did think that like I'm just I'm sick of WWE using nostalgia, and it, it was kind of like what Joe said in his promo on um, the Raw Reunion show, where he's just like, yeah, you just feed off nostalgia. The people are stupid, like they don't know what they want. I do. I am a bit sick of it. Um, mm-hmm. for the sake of it. And that's why the Raw reunion really got on my nerves because I was just like, well, it's all pointless and it's not creating any stars. It's not doing anything to further people. But then obviously the news came out with the whole Ricochet thing and then they had to put Seth in there. That was one of the things that irked me was the fact that why are you putting Seth in there an established character when you could put someone cooler to, to get the, the kind of rub from DX. And then they were like, oh, well, it was supposed to be Ricochet. And you go, well, okay, that would make more sense. Uh, it didn't, it, it actively detracted from Seth Rollins because he came out looking like just the least cool person on the planet. <laughs> and we've still got Brock Lesnar as champion. We've still going into SummerSlam where one of the main stories is, um, you know, Goldberg slash Shawn Michaels, one of whom I really want to see wrestle Dolph Ziggler, the other, who, the other one I really don't. Guess which one's actually wrestling Dolph Ziggler. Um, <laughs> and The Undertaker coming back for that Roman Reigns thing uh, irked me until I saw the match. That's one of the part of the reason that, that I have been sort of sort of swayed in that The Undertaker match was there to celebrate The Undertaker, but it also put over Roman Reigns. I mean, not that he needs it, but it made Roman Reigns look good you know, at a time where he wasn't necessarily doing much. That's fine. Shane McMahon, as much as we are annoyed by him, this week on SmackDown especially, proved that he is such a good heel that without him, Kevin Owens wouldn't be as hot as he is. And he is lightning hot. He he is brilliant. And you contrast that to, like, Trish, who is there just for the sake of it, Mm. just for the sake of Canada, and for this, like, you're giving her one last run out and to, to kind of pop things up. And he contrasts for that to Goldberg, who I don't know. I think it. I think he's just getting trying to get redemption for his awful match against the Undertaker, and and that's the two sides of the coin. They are used really well sometimes by WWE because you have this plethora of experience and this plethora of nostalgia that people do love. 
is, I mean, movie reboots of the most successful movies these days. But at the same time, you also have them just being thrown in for the sake of it. And I think WWE needs to rein it, rein it in so that they can get more impact from these these old timers, i.e. that Undertaker tag team match, i.e. have Sean versus Dolph. I, I, if that's what they're building up to, fine. But have Sean versus Dolph because it does make sense because Dolph can sell Sean enough to make him not look as old as he is and Sean can make Ziggler more relevant than he is. That's great and all. But yeah, that reunion, the Raw reunion thing kind of irked me until I kind of realized, and it was genuinely Shane McMahon this week that made me think that that really KO would not be in this position if it wasn't for Shane McMahon being a absolutely brilliant heel, even though he was thrust into in, thrown, thrust down our necks for, for far too long. This is the end game and this is working, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 get through every match on on the summer summer card and and, and talk about the storyline. But I do I agree with the Shane thing, especially now that he's not on both shows. Now that he's kind of focused on SmackDown, you're like you're almost appreciative of of him being a heel character. Whereas when he was on both shows, you're just like, oh my god, would you fuck off? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was it was just far too much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even any heel. I mean, we've seen it with Drew. Drew being on both shows makes him boring. Zig, when Ziggler was on both shows, it was just a bit like, all right, Jesus, I thought we had only had to put up with you on SmackDown. Um, and, yeah, I think that's why, I mean, moving into the news, the news confirmed by multiple sources, including Meltzer and, and Sean or Sapp, I think it was, which was that uh, WWE are planning once Fox hits in October to do a hard brand split to have... Uh, Basically, I think the the idea is that wildcard will be completely eliminated. But if it's not, it will certainly be limited quite considerably because, as expected, Fox want their own show. Yeah, and I I, I want that to happen because you're seeing, I mean, reg- whatever show we've done, and uh, whether it's me, you, me, me, you today, we're an Andy or whatever, we've talked about how there's quite a lot of wasted talent, and the brand split was supposed to help the talent not be wasted, and the wildcard bullshit, which isn't even existent anymore, there's just no brand split, it just it, it, it just kind of wastes so many people, I mean, one of the storylines off TV, we'll, we'll talk about um, after we do the NXT stuff, it, 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 we've seen Buddy Murphy, he's had like three minutes of TV, if that, and one of them, he's just been yeeted around a room. Yeah. Oh, hello, buddy, welcome back to SmackDown. Oh, fuck you, God. Oh, Jesus, you've been thrown around. Tossed aside. Oh, all right. Uh, but uh, no, I do think uh, at least it was nice to see Buddy Murphy closed SmackDown. That certainly that certainly made me warm and fuzzy inside. And it's nice that you know they haven't forgot about him because um, Roman Reigns is. That's the other thing. Roman Reigns has been um, probably one of my favorite parts of WWE these last few months. Actually, uh, never. I didn't think I'd say that two two or three years ago. But I mean, I am a Roman Reigns fan. I've said it before. But um, I think yeah, no, he's he's been so much more subtle, so much more, so much. I mean, it's, it's not exactly a barometer, but. On the cool factor, he's certainly gone up with the less kind of cheesy shit he has to say, the less... Super Cena. <laughs> yeah, the less Super Cena, the less make Roman look strong, the less kind of, you know, uh, everything revolves around him. Um, because I think I do think Roman Reigns is a fantastic performer in the ring and in terms of his, his look, his vibe. I mean, look, there's a reason he's, he's been so pushed right there is a reason that he's so heralded by that WA brass 
But at the same time, I do think there is something to be said about him being slowly, slowly pushed back into things. The, the whole cancer thing was uh, obviously shit. But coming back into it, they could have fallen into the trap of let's make Roman look strong again. And they haven't. They've given us Roman as he should be, which is very natural and very cool and mm-hmm. very good vibes. So, yeah, that, that's been good. But, I mean, buddy didn't have a fun time, did he? And the old... <laughs> Uh, even if I did know, Roman, I wouldn't tell you 40 seconds later. All right, I'll tell you. That's fine. Yes, I know. You've got your arm pressed against my throat. That's probably, yeah, that's that's probably convincing enough. But uh, do you think we're going to see any, I mean, it depends on where it would be on the car, but do you think we're going to see anything with Roman and Rowan? That's going to be a mouthful. Roman and Rowan, one letter separating the two. Um, On Sunday, do you think we'll see, I don't know, well, I mean, I'm not sure what they could do. Mm, the thing is, you, what, nobody wants to see a, a Roman v. Rowan match at SummerSlam. I mean, you'd probably think the payoff would be to be at SummerSlam for a Roman v. Brian match, if that I imagine that's the way they're going. Unless Rowan and... Oh, you, yeah, unless you want Rowan's that advertised? Sneaky. Exactly, yeah, you would, exactly yeah. you would have it advertised. That, that's the thing. So unless they're building this towards... Maybe it's longer than we think. Maybe they're going to build it towards WrestleMania or something. But that is a long, long ass build, especially in modern day WWE. Yeah, so, still like six months away. Yeah, yeah exactly. At least. Yeah. So it, to, to do that, it's um, I, don't, I can't I just can't see them doing that. So maybe Royal Rumble or something that might be a good wave. Because I imagine both both of them would be favourites to win a Royal Rumble. So maybe if they have a match, it kind of stop that. Um. And obviously we've got Joe in there, so maybe you have tag team uh, feud between Joe and Roman v them two. Yeah, that's true, actually. Or something. And maybe that's what they do. They yeah. have a brawl on Sunday. Roman gets battered down by Daniel Bryan and, and Rowan, and then Joe comes out for the save. Mm. I know you're not as quite as hot on it, the idea of a Joe face turn as I would be, but I wouldn't explicitly want it to be a complete face turn. Oh, I would you, like it to be kind of that anti-hero yeah. turn. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but just cur- I'm curious to see what Joe can do with it, to be honest, because, yeah. I mean, I, it, I remember it, it, it would a be a nice in, organic turn. Yeah, I remember him being a face in TNA, and he, it, it was fine. So it'd be interesting to see how it goes, because he's been... I think he started off as a face in NXT, but I think he quickly became a heel. I, I, I'm not a weekly yeah. watcher in NXT. So, but, yeah. I, he kind of came he, out yeah. when Kevin Owens was beating up Sami Zayn and, and kind of said, yeah, I'm here, I'm I'm going to fight you now. And it worked for a while, and then he turned on Finn, I think, or someone else. Anyway, well, didn't, yeah, they, didn't they win the Dusty Rhodes Classic or something? They did, yes. Then, yeah, they, they <laughs> it was then Joe was born. <laughs> and, yes, the one, yeah. The absolute elite tag team that was Samoa Joe and Finn Balor with their massive team chemistry in there. Um, yeah, no, it was... I mean, actually, no, they've done it a few times. Black and mm. Ricochet won it, didn't they? Yeah, so no. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, that, that was a definitely a just a placeholder because I think they knew Joe was going to get cheered either way. Yeah. Um. So maybe now they're also realizing that it's the exact same thing, that either way he's going to come out and he's going to get cheered because he's such a good such a good heel. He's such good in the ring and he's so good on the mic. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's enough on TV. We'll obviously come back to stuff when we're talking about certain matches, but we'll have to go through NXT. And we don't want this to be a two-hour pod, but I mean, SummerSlam cards are not as long as I think most people would think it is, but we'll go through NXT first. You're going to have to help me out with quite a lot of the story uh, and filling stuff in. Um, We've got... Well, firstly, do you think any matches will be added? I 
I sure I remember seeing Matt Riddle get battered by I can't remember his name. Big lad. What's his name? Ah, Killian Dane, yes. Yeah, is, is that a possibility to get added or anything like that? I, I just said, don't watch it. I have a feeling that'll be on the NXT afterwards, which is basically their pre-show because they they tape it before the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh, it, it's hard to say really because five is kind of the magic number with terms of NXT matches, but well, no, there's not really that much missing. Um. The question is whether we see Champa, Tommaso Champa, mm-hmm. uh, whether we see him in the Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole match, or whether he comes out to make a bit of a face. Because I mean, no, he's not going to get booed again. You, you've got the issue of he's going to come out and no one's going to boo him unless he maybe turns on Johnny again after he wins the title. But even I think I think even then there's going to be smarks in the crowd cheering him. I but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would too, because he's like the, after that injury, it's a, a like putting into context. It's the neck injury basically that Edge couldn't come back from, that is still plaguing people like uh, Taker, who, whose neck was absolutely cooked, um, and people like Brian as well suffered it through it through their career. It's it's a real bastard of a neck injury to have, and he's come back, and he's come back in far faster time than anyone predicted. Um, so I, I can't see any reason why someone would boo him unless he did something truly despicable. Champa, that motherfucker, as they say on, <laughs> on, on the socials. Um, but for me, the, obviously the main event is the marquee match, but, but this does look like quite a fun card. Uh, Shane Basil versus Mia Yim is my least kind of excited match purely because I don't like Mia Yim. Uh, she can't really go in the ring. She's awful on the mic. Her character's kind of weak. Uh, NXT's women's division is all about Io Shirai and that amazing face turn. Um, but at the same time, if, if Shayna wins, I mean, I don't think you could have Io's story come full circle until she faces off against Shayna, but there is the whole thing of, well, she's heel, Shayna's a heel. Because uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, Io Shirai did turn on uh, Candice LeRae the kendo stick swore in japanese very very profusely very 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 she basically said i don't need that that fucking anchor kairi she can go fuck herself uh (laughs) in japanese and it was a very 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 funny funny very intense moment where you're just like oh jesus all right um and she came out in all black with a new theme and she's absolutely badass and it was heel turned done to absolute perfection the match I'm looking forward to most is the the tag titles match because um, for all the uh, uh, I don't even know how to be honest, but for all of the Street Profits exploit on the main roster, um, they are far, far and away different for in terms of what they've done on, on NXT. They're very over. They've been hot. They are excellent in the ring. And in terms of what they bring to NXT, it's that kind of real nice face vibe. Um, so their match against the Undisputed Era could end up with uh, the Undisputed Era leaving with all the titles. Um, and that also would have to mean that Roderick Strong beats Velveteen Dream and Pete Dunne, which will also be a phenomenal match. Uh, Pete Dunne going to NXT is class. 
uh, because, I mean, we kind of expected it after he lost to Walter at, at TakeOver. Uh, where was that TakeOver? I'm, I'm, TakeOver New Blackpool, York? I think. Blackpool, I think he lost to Walter. No, 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 no it, it was New York. York. It was, yeah, I think it was wrestling. Yeah, yeah, wasn't no, it? sorry, it was New York. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was too. Bloody hell, that was a long time ago. Anyway, yes, uh, when he lost there, William Regal kind of came up to him afterwards and said, uh, you know, maybe your future's uh, somewhere else. Maybe it's time for you to move up. And after all the NXT UK stuff, which has been great, um, this match will be kind of, hopefully, the heralding of Pete Dunne's NXT tenure, in which he will almost certainly be NXT champion. Um, I don't think he'll be North American champion. I have a sneaky suspicion Roderick, Roderick Strong is going to win the North American title and the Undisputed Era are going to get all the gold. And that would mean that Adam Cole retains in the main event, uh, which would, is another two out of three falls match. It's uh, they, They've been able to name all their falls, so it kind of makes it different because it's not singles, just single stipulation, even though Adam Cole did choose single stipulation for his last one. But... It is kind of disappointing that they're going with this again, even though it was also my favorite match of 2019 so far. So, I mean, what I'm complaining from my ivory tower. And, yeah, I mean, I, I guarantee it's going to be brilliant. The question now is whether we see Ciampa, whether we see Johnny Gargano out with that title, or whether we see Undisputed Era lathered in gold. Yeah, I, I think we'll know. So I think we'll know quite early on in the night. I think I imagine the north american title well not not actually normally the tag team opens, maybe but yeah yeah usually the tag team opens but we could see candace versus eo open actually yeah so. i i it wouldn't surprise me yeah so i i think it, i think we'll see early on whether say the undisputed era win the tag champion tag champs in the first um, or second match i, I think the uh, full full goal for undisputed era is probably on there um, I know Roderick Strong, I, when I watched it a bit more, he was kind of seemed quite weak. He obviously wasn't part of the Undisputed Era then. Have, have they kind of built him up well enough to be standing his own with Velveteen Dream and Pete Dunne? Because, I mean, Velveteen Dream's one of the best characters in the company. Pete Dunne, one of the best workers in the company. But is Roderick Strong there on that level? I know he can in the ring, but is he there character-wise with them? I think he is as part of the Undisputed Era because of um, how they've built him up, how they've done his storyline as well. He kind of fell out with Adam Cole, came back. It wasn't quite a swerve, but he kind of proved his worth. Uh, he's got the history with uh, Roderick Strong. Obviously, when he joined the Undisputed Era, he turned on... Mm, uh, sorry, Pete with Dunn, Pete Dunne, yeah. rather. Yeah, he turned on Pete Dunne in that tag team match. He's got the kind of... He's been built up enough to be a North American title challenger, so he's at that level. Uh, but in terms of would he be a good North American champion... I mean, Velveteen Dream sets the bar obscenely high, so I don't think he could reach that. But as a heel champion, I think he works a treat. And it's it's about time that he got a title in NXT because he got so close with that great story um, for the NXT title. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he technically was tag team champions, but it always did feel like it was kind of a placeholder because of yeah. the injury to, to Bobby Fish. So, I mean... I do hope he gets an NXT title run, whether that's North American or main main NXT championship, by the end of his kind of tenure there. If he ever does move up, because we're seeing, I mean, more and more now, people want to stay down in NXT. They they want to build yeah. it up as a brand. <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just look at the street profits. Why were they called up? What was the point? Yes, and like, are- there's always going to be people built 
for the main roster. I mean, if you, you ask me, I would have absolutely guaranteed EC3 was built for the main roster. Drew McIntyre is definitely built for the main mm. roster. I think Shayna's uh, built uh, for the main roster. I Absolutely, yeah. She's going... I reckon she's going to kill it up there. But at the same time, there are some people who just like, well, if you start to stay down for another year, then it wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, Sami Zayn didn't go up for a long, long time. And that was because he was so good down there. I bet he wishes he didn't come up. <laughs> Probably does, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Although his, his last match being against Shinsuke Nakamura will always be one of the True. great True. NXT achievements. True. And it didn't start badly, because his feud with KO is always good. But That's true, yeah, the battleground match. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, but quick predictions then on the NXT, as we always do. Uh, Candice v. Shirai? EO, definitely. Yeah, I'd go with that. Um, do, do, do Shana v. Mia, Shana. Yeah, I think Shana is going to retain. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, we said off air, maybe Tegan Knox comes in to be a next challenger. She's back from injury, but I don't know who challenges her next, honestly. But I do think Shana wins. Mm. Yeah, that, out of all the people she's faced, I, I can't see her dropping the belt to me. Um, I know she dropped it to uh, uh, Kyrie. I, I've all, I forgot her name. Good job of calling her. Well done. Yeah, I forgot her yeah. name when I was watching her on, on, on Raw. I forgot it now. Yeah. Good work with that one, WWE. Um, North well America. Well done, lads. <laughs> North not, America. Not conspicuous <laughs> at all. No, you just completely mixed up the Japanese girls. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, the North American triple threat. Who have you got? Uh, damn, this is difficult. Okay, no, I think because... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, street profits are going up, even though they haven't, they haven't held the ties for that long. I think it's going to be an undisputed era gold night. I think it's going to be Roderick Strong. Interesting. Um, oof, do, do. I'll go Velveteen to be different. Yeah, fair. I think, Pete, I think I think there's a story where Pete Dunn could go to the 
main title quite quickly. Well, I suppose you can yes. do it with Velveteen as well. So I, I'll, I'll say Velveteen wins this one. Mm, I think Velveteen Dream may well be the next challenger for Adam Cole if Champ is not ready yet. Mm. Yeah. It would be an amazing match to do that. It would just be incredible. Um, the, yeah, I mean, that, that puts the spin on basically what my, my next very predictable predictions, but if Roderick Strong wins and we see Roderick Strong versus Pete Dunne for the North American title, that does leave kind of Velveteen Dream free to go to face Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. The trouble is, well, if you have Champa fit, you can always have him, but it would mean more if Gargano won the main title. You head here, but you so you either have Johnny win the main title, Champa comes out, attacks him, probably still won't get booed, but anyway, or you have Adam Cole win the main title, Champa come out, massive pop then champ is the next one so uh, yeah that's hard that's hard to think to be honest because yeah. if champer comes back and turns heel it kind of has to be on a champion johnny yeah absolutely i think it i think it's a tough one in that mid card because i mean you can always just put on a one-off match against anyone i suppose but it, it's a tough one that's, to sell because i mean there's plenty, there's plenty of people missing off this card i mean we, we matt riddle yep <laughs> he's put on riddle matches, he's put on, breeze yeah keith breeze, lee yeah, yeah. Who lost lost to Damien Priest actually, so he's probably taking a bit longer to adapt than we think. But even Priest himself, I'm I no. When's the prospect tournament end? Not a Scooby. I can't, I can't remember. No, I would never Scooby either. I haven't watched NXT the last two weeks, so it could well have ended already. I do know that um, Trevor Lee, aka Cameron Grimes is facing ACH, a.k.a. I can't remember his other name, in uh, the final. So that will be interesting. But yeah, NXT TakeOver will be mint. It's always been mint. Yeah. Um, it's just that question of how it ends, I reckon. Uh, because mm-hmm. I do think that the tag titles will go to the Undisputed Era and that the Street Profits will move up properly. Yeah. I, I think Gargano will come back. Uh, not Gargano. Champer will come back as a face and fight Adam Cole. And then you'll have that- Gar- then you'll have Gargano. I don't know. Maybe he fights Roderick or something like that. Might work like that, or you can just use him as a storytelling piece. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think I'll go Velveteen to win the mid card because um, Pete Dunne and Roderick can have a match themselves, and then I'll have uh, Undisputed Era win the tag titles, and I'll have Adam Cole win the big one. So I won't go full gold just yet. So I think. Mm. I mean, there's a story to tell with Roderick Strong with the others, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, only one match different, I think we said there. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 that's true, actually, yeah. Absolutely. So we'll get on to SummerSlam. There is only 10 matches. Conf- this is just going off Wikipedia, so I might be wrong, but it's normally right. Um, so I'll go I'll go off Wikipedia. There's only 10 matches confirmed at the minute, but we do expect other stuff to kind of happen that isn't noted down. We got kind of the end to that Daniel Bryan Roman storyline that we talked about just before we went through NXT. Um, disappointing. We saw on SmackDown Zane v Alistair Black, which was, I, I, I was looking forward to hugely on the SummerSlam card, considering what Black and Cesaro did at Extreme Rules. Do you think maybe we'll have another match there, or do you think they just didn't want to, they didn't have time for it on the SummerSlam card, so they give it all the 30 seconds on SmackDown? I don't know, because they did build it up. They spent time building it up. 
And we do know that Vince rewrote the, the show 90 minutes before it aired. So to me, that was a panic move of just like, we need a big match. Fine, let's move it. But I don't know if he's now planning to then say, right, you two can have your rematch. Maybe even on the pre-show. I'd like it to have a proper match, to be honest. I really would. I, I, I think... There's more to this than than that match on SmackDown gave us because remember Sammy's whole thing is that he wants to expose, mm. and and Alistair's whole thing is that I just want to fight people and I want and I really like that they are going this this route with Alistair where he's a badass face that doesn't need to pander to anybody. He's just like I want to fight and he's just a face because he's fighting heels, um, and yeah, it's it's, it's done well so far he's been excellent in his promos but i would like to see it again on on SummerSlam. so hopefully that becomes 11 matches even if it's on the pre-show and also to be fair we don't have a raw tag title match do we as well no or a smackdown tag title match mm. which well, who have who have the smackdown tag titles i don't even know do. it's still a new day isn't it yeah, yeah so they're probably going to face kofi because i can't think of them facing anyone else heavy machinery is tucky was it tucky who got injured oh is he injured I think oh. it was a minor injury that kept him off one week. I can't. I cannot remember. I thought. I think I just saw that on Twitter, and that was why that they haven't been any tag matches lately. Maybe. Maybe it's that. Maybe Vince have just has just completely forgotten about him. But I don't think they can do another New Day Heavy Machinery match because there's no real precedent. So for me, I'd say the tag title match you could put on the pre-show would be Revival versus the OC. OC retain. And then you could put easily, very easily, Sammy versus Alistair Black and maybe the Cruiserweights match. Also, to anyone who hasn't seen it, go watch Mike Canellas versus Drake Maverick on 205 Live. It was excellent. Interesting. Uh, well, if Heavy Machinery injured, we just got to start building Otis to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, no, I think you'll find Bray Wyatt will win the Royal Rumble after the Fiend's eliminated, coming out in his yes. purple sweatshirt. Yes, yes. as number his 31. purple sweater, right? As nope. number 31. <laughs> 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 yes, absolutely. And speaking of, the road to the Bray, Bray Wyatt Royal Rumble win slash WWE title win is going well, is it not, Guy? It's going very it well. It is. I, he's choked out every legend. I mean, With a man of Exactly. That was the best thing on, on uh, what was it called? Reunion thingy. Uh, yeah, because it, yeah. it actually used a legend to get over a current talent. Absolutely. And people were just like, oh no, it was just because it was Mick Foley. And then he came out and he did it again on Kurt Angle and it was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, that was brilliant. Absolutely. And then, can we say that Bray Wyatt is amazing. Because these promos, between how creepy The Fiend is, and he's getting help from production because the lighting is awesome, but also his promos in the the red sweater, like the Firefly Funhouse stuff, where he just switches from, oh, we love you, Finn, we're sorry for what The Fiend did, but you're the one who released him, let me in, let me in, let me in. And the change of voice, the tone of voice, the eyes. He's also looking, like, every time I see him in that red sweater, I forget how tanked he looks now because he does look genuinely tanked. And, oh, my God, guys, he's just, he's the best thing ever, isn't he? He's, he's, he's just he's, best. He's brilliant. That's why I want That's Brock to win. <laughs> yeah. Just so break and dethrone him. Exactly. In three seconds. <laughs> just mandible, just running mandible With a mandible cloak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the cabal room. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like the little details as well. Like he looks at the glove that has hurt written on it. I think it's his right mm. one. That's the one that uses the mandible claw. And that's the one that delivers all the punishment. And it just oh, story, storytelling perfection. It's amazing what he's done with that character. And I mean, Finn can go have a nice rest. I think he needs it. I think his character needs it. He's going to come back in a few months time and people are going to say, that's right. We did miss you. Um, but it won't matter because it's all about Bray Wyatt. Absolutely. And I was kind of hoping he was the Robin attacker. <laughs> just, just jump up, Bray. Yeah. yeah jump up, Bray being like, yowie, wowie, you had an accident. <laughs> Get off the road, asshole. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Maybe we'll save that to last to go through the actual match of that. But we'll go through, we'll go from how Wikipedia do it. We'll go bottom to top. Um, so we've got Drew Gulag v. Orny Larkin, who, if you're not a big watcher of 205 Live, we'll have seen him in the tag team with Danny Birch. I always call them wrong. Yes. But they've put on yes. some excellent matches. Um, I have, yes. Uh, I'm not sure if you've watched 205 Live, but I, this is what I'm kind of not. looking forward to, because I've seen Larkin do some absolute mad shit in tag team matches. <laughs> yeah, not other than the Drake Maverick and... Well, there was, there's two episodes you should go watch if you haven't already. There is the Chad Gable versus Jack Gallagher match, which was sublime. On that same episode, there is a setup for Drake Maverick versus... Um, Mike Ben, oh Mike Kanellis, rather. Um, Mike Bennett, whatever his freaking name is in WWE. Um, and then there is the match between Mike Kanellis and Drake Maverick, which is fantastic. Uh, other than that, I have not seen Tony Nese versus Only Lawkins build up. I do love Only Lawkin. I am sort of sick of Tony Nese. I I did see. Uh, sorry, Drew Gulak is the champion. I beg your pardon. I am sort of sick of Drew Gulak. Um, they're so easy to mix up. I don't know why. Maybe it's the faces. <laughs> I do prefer... I don't know what it is. <sighs> it's interesting because Drew Gulak was on the Evolve show uh, mm. when he faced Riddle in that kind of catch point reunite which anyone doesn't watch evolve and i'm sure there's plenty of you out there uh and that was their stable that was their big thing and they were kind of catch wrestlers they were puro wrestlers they were the absolute purest form of wrestling and they just tapped people out drew gulak's 205 live character is kind of a caricature of that uh i do get that in as while he's been the champion he's been a bit more serious but it's just the divide between kind of drew gulak that you see come up on nxt facing um all these guys are putting on awesome submission matches and just going uh, to 205 Live and he seems a bit more, yeah, like a caricature. That being said, he's still a fantastic wrestler. I'm sure the match will be awesome. But I do hope Oni wins because, I mean, he's class. I doubt he will, but he's class. Yeah, I'll go for Drew as well. I did, I'm actually quite looking forward to this one. I've not really even thought about the Cruiserweight division since... Um, Oh my god, I forgot his name as well. Good job, WWE. Buddy, Buddy has lost. Yeah, lost it's it. funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I've not really thought of it much since then, so I'm quite looking forward to this. Um, Trish v Charlotte. We kind of criticised it um, in the TV bit at the start. It is just bringing back Trish because it is in Canada, and Charlotte Flair needs to be on pay per view, even though she's not been. She's barely on tele- TV. <laughs> 
Um, I don't think she thinks she needs to be on TV, yeah. to be honest. I think her and Andrade are extremely happy. Andrade, as long as Andrade's in the first hour, they can go off back to their hotel room and get back to doing what they do, which is en- not very covert. English, English lessons. By, <laughs> yes, yes, English lessons. Absolutely English lessons. English oral lessons. Um, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, allegedly. Because Andrade's Twitter... And actually, it's come from Charlotte's Twitter as well, actually, or Instagram. It's just selfies of them half naked. There was one of them in a hot tub the other day. <laughs> just like, yeah, fair play. If I was either of them, I would be advertising that too. Because it was in the <laughs> middle of SmackDown, and they, neither of them were on the show. And they were just like, or was it even the Raw reunion? I can't remember when the hot tub one was. But they just, it was just a photo of those two in a hot tub, basically just being like, yes, we are having sex. And it's in the middle of the wrestling show that you're not on. It's brilliant. It's just fantastic. <laughs> just do, yeah, I'll lead. But uh, it's certainly more entertaining than I think the Trish Jarvis match will be because, as I was saying before, yeah, you've got my arguments for why this shouldn't mm-hmm. be happening. It's just for the sake of Canada and giving her another match. It doesn't help anyone. Charlotte Flair is already a better wrestler than Trish Jarvis ever was. She's won more titles. She's a better character. It's that's just a fact, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I'm not really interested in seeing Charlotte just squash Trish. Oh, do you reckon Charlotte will win? I do think so. Yes, I, I think, think I think we'll get think, Trish. Maybe, but it's just the Vince hometown thing. I mean, maybe it won't because that, it's so that's obvious. Why we've got, that's why we've got Natalia. <laughs> it's to balance. Oh, it yeah, out. I mean, suppose <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that is true to balance it out. Oh shit, Kevin Owens is Canadian. Yeah, he is, oh, but he's most right. He's Montreal. He's from French Canada. It true, doesn't count. True, that's a different country. Yeah. Gordon. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's basically a different country. Yeah, yeah. different language. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what. Good. But yeah, I think we'll get Trish when I think it's just an easy pop. Um, I I think it'll be shit. Mostly. Yeah. Uh, I know Trish I mean, was alright at Evolve, but yeah, I think you can. It'll be shit. Yeah. Because uh, Trish was never an elite wrestler as well. That's mm. the thing. She was she was good for her time, but she was never an amazing wrestler. So I mean, what, I'm not pe- sure what we. Pe- I I mean, me and you are similar age, aren't we? So we can't really watch her properly. But I, the, the, for me, who didn't watch it week to week back then, or can't remember week to week back then, I already remember the later stuff. So yeah. Yeah, there was because uh, I used to get box sets of pay per views of four years, usually going from two thousand and three to two thousand six, mm-hmm. two thousand three, and that was kind of her rise. And charting her rise was cool, but it was just like the amount of titles she won was very noticeable. People say that about Charlotte, but the amount of titles Tristratus won consecutively, where she'd drop it, she'd win it, she'd drop it. Her and Lita were a bit like Charlotte and Sasha in their in their peak stage. Mm. And she never really did have that competition. Um, Mickey James was probably the best feud other than Lita, but then she kind of faced people like Molly Holly, who was good in the ring but didn't have a character. She'd face, yeah, just kind of random divas in the ilk of Tori Wilson and that sometimes. I mean, very even Tori Wilson was more SmackDown than, than Raw, but yeah, yeah look, was. I do think Trish was. Good for her time, but looking back now, it's difficult to say she can she could go with any of the women now. And I'm happy to be proved wrong on the weekend. I just don't think I will. 
Yeah, it's not what I'm looking forward to, put it that way. I, I mean, mm. she, she somehow got more boring on the mic in, in this build-up. She made just out of practice. I always remember being able, her being able to talk, but she's gone very monotone. Um, but at the same time, mm. she's up against Charlotte, who is very good as a heel. She's very annoying. She's very shit. Make yeah. you eat, eat shit. Or make you, make you want her to eat shit. And yet Trish can't really play off that. She's just, yeah, you're right. So monotone and so just boring. Yeah. Anyway, we've probably talked too long about this match. Given true, what true, it is. true. Uh, next up on, I just forgot, thought of a match that could have got added. I mean, we've seen Ali V. Chinsky being teased. I'm very surprised that's not on the bloody card. Uh, I know he lost a Ziggler clean for whatever reason. Got a million people on the card. Use someone else, but... I see titles mm. still being booked into oblivion. Wait, who did? No, that's right. Ali beat Shinsuke, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he rolled him up last week. He last did week? too, didn't he? I forget. Yeah, he did on SmackDown. I mean, I only watched it like an hour ago. I can't, I can't believe I forgot that. That's how memorable it is. Mm. That that IC title thing is not. I mean, it's good that it's on Shinsuke because I think as long as it's on Shinsuke, he can always come out and say, "I'm the Intercontinental Champion." Let's have a match with I don't know Ali or Maybe it's just Big a TV e title or... now. Yeah, it is basically, isn't it? Um, it's interesting how few titles there are on the SummerSlam. And maybe that is the symptom of WWE relying on old people too much in that they are relying on Goldberg and, Tr- and Trish, excuse me. Uh, to and, be fair, people were having DUIs as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Uh, I do think, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, actually. The Raw Tag Team titles would have been on this card if it wasn't for Jimmy. Or, sorry, no, Jay or Jimmy? One of the Bellens. One of them being an absolute moron. Uh, it's hard to think what Shinsuke could do, though. I mean... I'd like it to I'd build like to Alistair Block, to be honest. That would be good. Um, but for that to happen, Alistair Black needs a match against Sami Zayn on this card, too. So that'd be also, that's also kind of necessary. Um, I do wonder, you know... Oh, what would Randy do after this? Randy versus Alistair would be interesting. I, Although, I mean, we'll come I on to it later. I, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily obvious that Kofi's going to win this match. I, I have a sneaky suspicion. I don't. I don't. I uh, mean, and yeah, I mean, maybe skipping ahead here, but mm. Randy versus Kofi has been the. No, that's that's a lie the second best program on SmackDown behind Kevin Owens and Shane mm-hmm. because it, it has been fantastic. I'd agree with that. I'd agree. Mm. Credit to them. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get to them because the others, well, one we'll talk about, well, no, two we'll talk about in great detail. Um, Goldberg v. Dolph, again, we touched on it. Confusing ass match. Like, why? Yeah. Why is it happening, for one? And feel free to chime in with the answers to these questions because I'm not sure I have them. Why is it happening, for one? Where is it leading, for two? And what's the point of it? Kind of, what would, like, who does it help for three? Because I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Only thing I can think of is Ziggler wins and it's building to something with Sean at a Saudi show because I don't think he'd wrestle in a United States show. I, it's not. Why would you? I, I. If it was Daniel Bryan, I could see him come back and fight him at WrestleMania. But it's Dolph Ziggler. What? Yeah. It. It's Dolph and Ziggler. yet I want to see it. 
I do, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. He's not going to do it in WrestleMania or one of the big shows. It is going to be a Saudi show, and that means yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to suffer through like Sting v Undertaker, where I'm going to worry about <laughs> one of them dying. Oh, oh God! Yeah. Oh, Sting's neck's a lot of the best shape anyway. Oh no. They're both fifty-year-old men, and the Saudis want to see that. Anyway, no, you're right. Sean versus Dolph for the Saudi show would actually make me tune in. What I don't get is why have Goldberg come back? Surely you can use the the Miz to put over Ziggler. Yes, absolutely. Have Dolph win with Sean in his corner against Miz. Why wasn't that happening? Because if it's because Goldberg wants to come back and have redemption for that terrible taker match, why do you think you get redemption against the guy that nobody wants to see? Because mm. Ziggler is just annoying and, and he has become an annoyance and that has fed into his character rather well because, I mean, he's annoying, which means when Shawn Michaels super kicks him, it gets pop. When Miz tells him, do something, shut up and do something, it gets a pop. But... When Goldberg comes out to be his opponent, I mean, other than the whole thing of da da da, oh my god, it's Goldberg. No one actually really wants to see that. If you got, if you told, so if you asked someone at the start of this year, who do you want Dolph Ziggler to face? Goldberg would be at least sixty third down the list. There's literally behind. only one person I want to fight Goldberg, and it's Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Absolutely. That is literally only person. It would be that would be immaculate. To be honest, it would absolutely be immaculate. And it would make sense, because if Ziggler beats Goldberg, everything else Goldberg has done on his return, that's, I'm going to call canon, because I don't think the Saudi stuff is canon. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah just been, it's just been absolutely pointless, like winning the title, burying Kevin Owens, which has taken till now to fucking recover from. Um, it's just fucking, ugh. It, it's been such a yeah. weird. So if he loses to Ziggler, that's going to be a mess. I can't understand why. Like, that's what I'm, where's it going? That's the question. <laughs> why is it happening? Well, don't know. Who knows? Who does it benefit? Well, Ziggler if he wins, but then again, it's Goldberg. So I don't know if he comes straight back in and loses. That's a bit weird. And where does it go? <laughs> just I don't yeah, know. It's just very confusing. So prediction um, for this. Uh, you said Trish on the last one, didn't you? Not Trish, Charlotte I, on the last one. Sorry. Charlotte, yeah I, yeah. I think it's them trying to make Charlotte look yeah. good again. Uh, so who you got for this one? <sighs> Ziggler. Because I think you're right. I think it's going to lead to Ziggler, Sean. I think it has to be Ziggler. But yes. I don't know how they could do it with Ziggler, unless he steals it somehow. Which unless... Be, it'd be shit. But I'll go Ziggler. The only thing I could see is... Other than that, is Sean costing Ziggler and then Goldberg spears Ziggler and then Ziggler's like, you cost me that match. That'd be so pointless. So I, yeah. I probably agree Why with that. This whole match is anyway, pointless. No, so yeah, let's let's yeah. be aspirational yes. and say Dolph Ziggler. Yes. I, bet we'd, I bet neither of us thought we'd ever be saying that at SummerSlam. No. Let's be aspirational with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Yes. I, well, we both thought Goldberg retired like two years ago. Yeah, well. absolutely. <laughs> we both thought, oh man, listeners, me and Guy both agreed that we thought Goldberg had retired after the Brock Lesnar match. We'd forgotten Saudi was a thing. We'd forgotten everything else. We just were like, oh wait, that's right, Goldberg did still keep wrestling. Why did that happen? Why was that a thing for? Who on earth said that was a good idea? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Dear. 
But anyway, on to better stuff. Match of the night territory. Um, well, second place after the faint, obviously. Um, AJ <laughs> v Ricochet. Um, obviously, unfortunate with Ricochet having little injuries. It's kept him off a couple of shows, I think. But this has been one of the better storylines told on Raw, especially with the emergence, uh, re-emergence of... Um, I don't like the name OC, but Gallows and Anderson, they, they've been revamped really well, considering where they were like a month ago or two months ago. Um, so I, I've quite enjoyed this storyline, and uh, to pretty much ice, icing on the cake, cherry on the cake, you, you know the match is going to be fucking excellent. Yes, absolutely. I think they will improve on their Extreme Rules match. Their, their, sorry, their match at Extreme Rules. It was Extreme Rules that was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm fairly sure. Um, yeah. I'm almost. They all blend into one. I swear. All these shows. I mean, like I can. I can tell you exactly what happened on the show. I just can't tell you the name of it. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, yeah, it was Extreme Rules. Yeah, Becky, Becky, Seth versus Corbin and Lacey, who we haven't seen on TV at all. I'm not sure if you've noticed, guy. I, Sorry, to, I, to, I have. To, not, to I have tangent. noticed it. Yes, I have. It's been. For you me. have. Oh, it's you been, have not. I have. It's I been brilliant. Told, <laughs> I got told that this morning and went. Oh shit! You're absolutely right. <laughs> I completely did not realize. Well, I and saw, it has been glorious. Uh, on obviously the, the raw started with um, the memorial for the crap that's happened in America, and I saw Baron yeah. Corbin. I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You exist. Uh, he was oh, he wasn't hey, in his uh, hey. suit get up as well. I was like, Yeah, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go back. Go know. backstage. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. AJ, yeah, AJ versus Ricochet should improve on their last outing at Extreme Rules because while that was good, I think the face and heel dynamic has been, and the storyline especially, has been consolidated. It's been strengthened. The fact that the OC are there and the OC have been brilliant the last few weeks with all those six mans, um, yeah, I really like it. I, I think it's it's been fantastic and it's the kind of match that can pull off. That can everyone will be like, oh yeah, these two are good, and then they'll have that match, and they'll be like, oh yeah, that's right, they are amazing. We forgot how good they really were. Um, if you ask me for a prediction, I would tell you that I would have a Scooby, but I do think AJ's probably slightly favourite, purely because the momentum he's getting as US champ, while Gallows and Anderson are tag team champs, they'll probably want to keep that going upwards. But then again, Ricochet's. Ricochet, and despite his injury, he's still really, really hot. That gauntlet match was fantastic. It did uh, all the good favors for his kind of momentum to keep him hot. And yeah, I mean, again, yeah, I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I mean, if they want to extend it, I'm all for Ricochet winning. And then this goes on and on. You could probably even have a Survivor Series match between them if you get Team or CV, Team Ricochet. That'd be great. Um, brilliant, yeah. I, for that reason, I'll pick Ricochet. Why not? I think we'll. I think they'll continue it because I don't see who else AJ could feud with really. And I think it's probably just more so a shame that um, uh, the Gallows and Anderson don't have anyone to feud with because of idiocy, really. Because that that could have kind of helped with the story. Well, that's exactly when you just said the whole team thing, Team Ricochet versus Team AJ. That would make so much sense if the Usos were still, yeah. You could put the Street Profits in there, I suppose. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. You can even put heavy machinery in there if you really want to. Remember, Ricochet Rick Rick was congratulated Rick mightily by Otis with a good old... Oh, love gosh. you, Ricky. Yes, Ricky. Well, we, can, we, can, <laughs> we can have the Fiend as WWE champ, and Otis can be the U- US champ. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And uh, then a champion versus champion match on that. Oh, my God, it. yes. Oh, it'd be amazing. Oh, that raw be incredible. Um, I mean, yeah, you could technically do the Street Profits. I mean... If they want to mold the two, because I do, I don't like. There's no obvious kind of, uh, what would you call it? There's no obvious Survivor Series feud, for lack of a better word, um, going into November. It, it, so you could meld feud. You could do Roman Joe, uh, Ricochet, Street Profits versus AJ, OC, Daniel Bryan, and Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. Or even Buddy, if we want to be fanciful. If, yeah, if you want to, yeah, <laughs> if you want to make it up. <laughs> yes, if we want to start fantasy movies. Yes. Uh, but I do think, like, I mean, well, it'd be it, great that, if Buddy came out and, and started like mm, being part of the storyline. That'd be, that'd be yeah, amazing. Be good but even yeah. the tree. the only thing is that's post Fox, so it will that have is a brand true, split, so, so it might be SmackDown v Raw. Yes, that is true. I hope they don't do SmackDown v Raw again. I'd I'd like them to wait for next year to do that because SmackDown is not a brand yet. It's it's mm-hmm. become too messy. Maybe Team KO versus Team Shane. Well, I hope it, if KO wins, I don't really want to see Shane for a little while, at least. Well, the, another good part of the whole heel thing, which I think heels should do more often, is the promo on SmackDown. KO basically challenged Shane to put his own kind of career on the line and say you are done, uh, because obviously that's KO's gambit. But Shane was just like, you know what I say to that? No. Why would I do that? You're the one who put your own career in the line. You have to reap the benefits. And I think more heels should do that because it is a great tactic mm. to get heat. Just uh, like, no, so, I'm not stupid. <laughs> go yeah, away. exactly. <laughs> not an idiot. Why would I do that? You're the one being an idiot. You go away. But I do think that, like, I mean, I could see a Survivor Series match going with that. Yeah. Maybe KO versus Elias becomes the feud with Shane kind of just in the background. Oh, team, team Shane versus Team KO would have... You know, all the people that, mm. well, maybe minus Buddy, who's still a heel, but kind of the people who KO talked about in his promo versus kind of Shane, Drew, Elias, Ziggler will probably be preoccupied, won't he? Um, who else are his lackeys? Maybe Buddy. The, the Buddy's one of his lackeys. <laughs> yeah. Well, Even again, but if it's a brand think, split, yeah. if it's a brand split, it'll be SmackDown and Raw. Oh, we've got till October till then. We do have, yeah. I mean, it's it's closer than you think. I mean, it feels like we were just at WrestleMania a month ago, and now we're close to we're about to be past SummerSlam, close to Survivor Series. Which means well, the, the women's tag, the Rumble, the women's tag team division feels like it because it's not been defended since then. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I was such a shame to see the Iconics drop the titles after their checks notes. No successful proper defenses. <laughs> <laughs> what a streak! But, uh, what an absolute streak! But they, they were great uh, as heel, just chicken they, shit. They just need hilarious. To be, they need to be on commentary. That's where they need to be. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Every week. Um. So Finn v the this got the Bray Wyatt here, but it's the Fiend. We're splitting them. We're splitting them properly yeah. here. So we the are. Fiend. We're paying credence yes. to the gimmick. Yes, absolutely. Are we expecting... I, I, I think Finn's been off with illness, hasn't he? So it, it's kind of affected his side of the build, whereas Bray's just come on and been lovely. Uh, but Finn's Ill, not illness really... Illness in air quotes, because mm. much like Charlotte and 
Elias, he and his is it Mexican or Colombian mm. sports sports journalist girlfriend are clearly absolutely smitten with each other, and he is just absolutely going. I've not seen this. I only follow him on, on, on it's yeah, on Instagram, he keeps commenting on all their posts, being like, make love to me. I love you. You are the prettiest girl in the world. That sort of thing. Oh. Clearly, he's thirsty. Clearly, he's, he's absolutely <laughs> no, smitten with no, it. No, he's taking a few months off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that health issue might be something completely different. But um, Blood flow to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been helped by the fact that Bray Wyatt is absolutely bloody brilliant, but Finn isn't the key part of this feud. So we just needed to see more Firefly Fun Houses. Like mm-hmm. we, a, a couple of attacks here and there. An interview with Bala was good, at where he was just like, "I don't even know what's going on." I think I'm not sure if Bray knows himself what's going on, or if he's got this disassociative dis- disassociative disorder where he thinks he's two people at once. Blah blah. That was a nice little touch. But we're all here to see the fiend. Are we getting dis- demon though? It, I don't think so. No. No. It hasn't been built up enough. No. I'd agree with that. I think there's, and that way, I think there's always a story to tell. If, it, well, if Finn comes back as the same character, which kind of be disappointing, I suppose. But it, there's still always that story to tell with Fiend v Demon, which could be a WrestleMania moment, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But the Fiend would have to win that, obviously. Uh, yeah. Do we think? Do we think the Fiend will be on SmackDown or on Raw? I think he's just like omnipotent <laughs> so he can go where he wants <laughs> maybe, all maybe Bray's on one and the Fiend's on the other oh that'd be amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh can Bray please wrestle in the red sweater as well? <laughs> just coming out to a yowie wowie remix comes uh, out hits someone with rambling rabbit and then nails sister Abigail uh, oh that'd be tremendous oh yes. yeah I mean, how hard do we think the brand split's going to be? Bray doesn't have a show yet. I don't think he does. Um, I don't know who's on on whose show, (laughs) to be honest. Well, that's true, no, because the the fucking brand split's been absolutely destroyed by this wildcard rule. But what do you see as Bray's immediate future leading into kind of the end of the year? With the current roster, I think he has to be on raw even though it doesn't really matter but afterwards if fox want to be more sporty he's the opposite of that yeah <laughs> so i think he'd have to be on raw I'd, I'd, I'd prefer him to be with paul Heyman, to be honest than eric bischoff i think he i think Heyman would get it more yeah i think Heyman would be better to tell his stories yeah and Brock's on Raw, so we need it to be there. <laughs> that's... Yes, that's true, yes. When he wins the Royal Rumble, it will be for that Universal. Well, I mean, the Universal title's great because it'll be red and it fits in with the whole Fiend Absolutely. aesthetic and he could put it on his sweater. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And his and his plates can be yowie and wowie. Very <laughs> 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 amazing. Uh, and then he can get little mini replica belts to put on. Oh my god! Yes, every rabbit and husky the pig. Yes, and he can have the demon Vince come in and be like, "You're not, you're not my champion. You'll never be a champion." And it, it, yeah, it'll be the greatest episode of Five Life Funhouse maybe, ever. Maybe the fiend could win one title and break and win the other and title. break and win the other one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, would, uh, I, I wonder if, like, I mean, what gender is the fiend? 
could he enter the women's Royal Rumble? Oh my could god! Could Bray yes. win the men's Royal well, maybe, Rumble? And the, maybe win. he's got a third character that is Sister Abigail, like he was going <laughs> <Yeah>. to. be. <laughs> maybe the witch can win the women's Royal Rumble, <laughs> and Bray will hold all the titles. Yes. Yes, this is going to be... Sh- we, we should, if they don't we should do mention- this, we, we need to find an email address for Triple H or something. Yes, absolutely. We should mention that, Hunter, if we are, if we don't get this, we will be making not just a spirited phone call, a spirited trip. Yes. We, we, we will come We will come to our next tea. We will, yes. we will lock that shit down. <laughs> we will. And we will come in and we will chant yowie wowie until we get our way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, so yes, like... <laughs> yes. So, so the match itself, are we just squash match? Yeah, probably. It probably won't be that long. No, I don't think so. Do you? Do you think you'll have a different move set? We've already seen the mandible uh, claw. Well, we've still seen Sister Abigail. I think. Well, he didn't really have much of a move set as Bray Wyatt. Anyway, he just did the cross body thing. Mm, yeah, he didn't really do. It. He did the cross body, the senton, and um, the spider that... walk. Spider walk, yeah, the the corner spider walk. So I mean, it'd be a good chance for him to show us a bit more, especially since he's kind of gotten much leaner. And, and I hope he just fucking batters the shit out of him. To be honest, yeah. like I mean, no it, grapple moves. He literally just batters people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would fit the character. Just be like a ruthless attack, and then bangs this rubber guy. You gone? I don't want to see him doing like rest holds or anything like that. Be stupid. So just fucking yeah. piss right through people. Really, what? If if Finn does go, what's what do you think's the time frame on his return? Because I I've Rumble? heard anything from a month to three months. I don't think he should be back by the, till the end of the year. To be honest, I think Rumble's the easiest way to get a pop. Well, if, yeah. you, if you want him to join the OC, it can be kind of any time. But if you want yeah, him to still be a solo, if you want to be a solo guy, I think the Rumble's the easiest. But I think it, at least till the brand split, yeah, we can. We can agree on that. Yeah, that would be but the best. whether Rumble's too long because he did only want some time off to rest, or whether he, well, I mean, we're already in August, aren't we? When are we in eighth month? It's middle of August. No, yeah, it's only another four months until the end of the year. So, I mean, there's no reason why he can't come back in at the Rumble, but mm-hmm. I would expect it maybe to be more November. Maybe surprise at Survivor Series for the OC or something. Yeah, I mean that'd be class. Or to come out against them, yeah. Mm. I mean, either way. Well, if he t- if he's on team against the OC, he could turn there. Yeah, we are good at this it's, booking yeah. shit. <laughs> we are yes. fantasy booking is just fun, and <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you can be very good at it. Absolutely. Um, Owens v Shane. I'm expecting this to kind of not be much, not be much of the night, but I reckon this will be quite fun. Unless Shane wins, and then I will probably stop. Yeah, and go off for a cry. Oh, <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, it could be match of the night. Except if Shane wins, it'll be the worst thing ever. I don't think it could be match of the night. It hasn't been like they, uh, they've got the Stone Cold thing with KO, where every time they try to make him, um, what's the word? Not look bad, the opposite. Every time they try and knock him down to to be like, okay, Shane got the upper hand this week, it doesn't seem to work. Hmm. Like if you look at the last five SmackDowns, they've almost, I think, four out of the five have included Shane stunning Shane McMahon. Ah, uh, sorry, Shane taking a stunner from hmm. Kevin. Owens. I think it was just this week, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was night. just this. Yeah, last night's yeah, yeah. Um, which basically goes to show you that they are just absolutely on a hot streak of. 
basically what the Stone Cold run was, which was in that kind of 97, 98 period, Stone Cold would just not be able to be knocked down. I mean, there would be points where Vince would knock him down, but he'd almost always kind of have a laugh. Even if it wasn't the last laugh, he would have a laugh where he'd get his his own in. And that is happening with KO right now. It's good that it is happening because it shows that he is really, really... Uh, um, momentum's the wrong word because he's had momentum for a while. He is attracting interest from the fans and he's getting obvious reactions. That being said, if Shane wins, that all of that gets taken down. So, I mean, I know it's obvious and I know that it's Vince and he'll want to just try and shatter expectations. But for me, have Owens win, have it be a nice big party, and that way Owens can keep the good times going. This is the final punishment for him not going to the last Saudi show. <laughs> build him up, build just, him up so strongly that, just to lose. You say that guy, but it's too possible. It's too plausible <laughs> even to not make me worry. Absolutely. <laughs> it would actually happen. Uh, oh, just, it would be hell if it did. Just, I mean, I'm, I mean, I get that they would want to turn that into a story where KO comes back by popular demand, blah, blah, blah. But there's not no. We've already had that story. We've had Shane knock him, throw him out. We've had KO threaten to quit before. We've had this. We've had that. Just let Kevin Owens be the simple, just mad, brilliant face that is. I do what I want. No one can stop me. This is the Kevin Owens show. I'm not being held down any longer. We don't have to obfuscate it with. All this overbooking, the whole I quit thing, making him leave. Just yeah, just make the match simple, please, please, please. Yeah, just. But please. you're right; it could be fun. It yeah. could be really fun in terms of a match. I know you didn't like the Miz Shane Cage match. I didn't mind it at all. But this would be the one with the story and with with the fun and with mm. all the awesome this, stuff. This one's been it's, so better. It's been much better told. Better. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, the story itself has yeah. been better told. So the match itself belongs better. Well, belongs more. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. I will go for KO win because if he doesn't cry, um, Ditto. Yes. Uh, next one, one of the more as you, probably the second best thing, second best story told on SmackDown uh, is Kofi v Randy. Not had the longest build. Um, obviously has the history of the ten years and stuff, which they've told really well. Um. I'm quite looking forward to this because I think it's the first opponent Kofi's against who's actually been built up. I think he's, versed, he's been against KO, who was rushed into a heel turn and wasn't built up at all. Um, because they didn't have any other heels here, yeah, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Ziggler got rushed in for a Saudi show because KO didn't want to go. Um, yep. Joe, who got pigeonholed in for no reason whatsoever. Um, yeah. And now Randy and then- actually has some legitimacy. So I think this will be the first one where Kofi's kind of put under threat. The only legitimate one that they could have had was Brian, who got injured straight after yeah. WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. came back and they went, oh, we don't want you to lose straight out, so we're going to put you in the tag division. Now, I think Randy is that kind of precursor to probably... Well, I mean, it depends on where they go with Roman, really, but Absolutely. it's the precursor to Daniel Bryan coming back in. So, for me, it's been, yeah, almost the perfect feud. I think there is a whole, there is a kind of thing where they had that promo from three weeks ago with... Kofi and Randy in the ring when Randy came out. Kofi was like, okay, let's have the match at SummerSlam. And they realized they couldn't really and they shouldn't really do any more. Where it was kind of a thing where it's just like, yeah, we kind of just nailed the story because 
the story is the 10 years. It's not anything to do with now. It's to do with mm. Randy Orton is the WWE guy and Kofi Kingston is the fans guy. And after everything that's happened, Kofi's the champ and Orton now, who has won so many WWE titles, is the one to, to try and take it away from him. That's just a perfectly rounded story that's built up so long and all you needed is that promo because the last two weeks all there's been is video packages just highlighting everything Mm -hmm. highlighting that long story highlighting the promo and that's all they needed because the match will be fantastic yeah and that's again sometimes simple is better sometimes you let the long history play out you let it all come to a point and you just stick the toes two together and you say right bring it all up have at it give us a reason why you two are fighting that's what they did, and then they didn't complicate it any further. Yeah, I, I think this has been perfectly told, to be honest. Um, predictions. I am i don't see where Kofi goes after this, so I'm going to go with Randy. I think this will drag on a bit. I'm the exact same, yeah. I, I am the exact same. I think if you're going to give Randy a title, this is where it's great, because it's the ultimate heel move now to have Randy win and be proven right. The trouble is that Kofi has been the book, the best booked champion, I reckon, since like peak 2008 Cena, in that he just mm. doesn't lose. He's been absolutely unstoppable. He's just, I mean, and fair, fair play, he's been brilliant. But just he's winning so many matches. He's looking amazing. He's kind of swatting aside challenges. If Randy doesn't win here, I'm convinced that Kofi's holding it till Mania. If Randy yeah. does win here, which I'm predicting, I think it could go any number of ways. Mm-hmm. I, I think if he holds it till Mania, you kind of have to rush through the Brian stuff because, well, we don't know where the brown brand split and stuff, but in the current situation, you can only see Brian as a real challenger for him because... Yeah, who might already be occupied with Roman, exactly. given the story. They but. can't really build up Almas that quickly and other, there's not really any other heels and you can't really turn Kofi. Unless you're going to do some big, big E mischief, but again, you, you don't want to rush that through. I, yeah, no, exactly. I think that would be rushed. I think they're reticent to do that as well because the new day are, have kind of said, "No, we are a contingent. If we, even if we do go after singles titles, we it won't be because we've turned on each other. It mm-hmm. will be because we are branching away, which I respect because as good as Big E is, he's uh, on commentary the other day. He's just so funny. Like you couldn't hate him. <laughs> There's nothing he could do to make you dislike him because he's so funny just get turn coffee against biggies the right way to do yeah this. i mean yeah. <laughs> that's just that's the that's the fantasy booker in me that goes well what would be most shocking not big e turning on kofi because i don't think people would take it seriously i think it would be kofi turning on the new day which i mean mm. won't happen it won't but yeah no it it's kind of you're almost running out of people to fight him that's the problem so i'll i'll, I'll go around as well um, That's true, though, because the only one is Almas, isn't it? Yeah, and it, uh, we might get a match with Ray, which we've been praying for a pay-per-view match since WrestleMania last year, and yes. still not bloody happened. Yeah, it's not going to happen here. And even though they've, they've faced each other what like thirteen times since, and they've all been amazing <laughs> every yes. single time they get in the ring. Every single Ray did the, the Canadian Destroyer counter the other day during the Gauntlet match. Mm. I forgot that was a thing. I popped like hell, and I went, "Oh wait, they've done that before. It doesn't matter." It still made me excited. Oh, just, they're just the best. The thing is, the few weeks when they were trying to avoid ad breaks, they had so many two out of three falls matches. 
this is the only one it needed to have a two out of three falls match, and they haven't done it. Oh god, it's just so stupid. They they bite they bite themselves in the foot. They shoot themselves in the foot so many times. I swear. Ah, oh, it's just stupid. Just just book this two out of three falls match at SummerSlam, and people will enjoy it because it'll be five star. That's the yeah. It's just... will be a backup. So on to two of the not as good matches on the card. Bailey yes. the Ember Moon. Yes. I mean, if this was an NXT, you'd be fucking looking forward to it no end, but this has just been rushed. Ember Moon's made to look stupid, getting battered by Natalia on this week's SmackDown. It, yeah, purely, and purely because... I'm not... Wait, was it this week or last week? I can't remember. Anyway, night, yeah. she ate... No, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry. She, she ate the pin... Last week, I oh think, yes, she did. Yeah, against Alexa. because yeah, they didn't want to have SmackDown stars beat Raw stars every time, so they had to have. Which I mean, doesn't make sense because it's just like, well, don't book it in the first place if you're just going to have her lose. Uh, the book to Raw the SmackDown thing without telling us. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. The wild, yeah, the wild card basically gave us SmackDown versus Raw. 2019, except nothing was advertised about it. It was just, uh, yeah, it was subtle SmackDown versus Raw. What I don't get is what Bailey's doing in this feud. Mm. Uh, and I don't think they get it either because she, I like that she, she's got an edge. She's got a bit of a neutral tweener vibe about her where she's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still Bailey. I'm still happy. You're lucky, but guess what? I'm not going to, be manipulated anymore and i'm not going to let people trample all over me anymore and that has come at the detriment of any character with emma moon that doesn't look silly because you're right she is just being made to look sort of dumb and it's a, it's a shame because she's fantastic in the ring even though i don't think we ever really understood what her gimmick was in nxt she could back that up by being like i'm spooky and i'm awesome in the ring whereas now they just haven't done her anything. Well, now she just looks like a nerd who's been taking the pin in the build-up to yeah. a title match in every situation. You're like, that's not the right way to do this. Like, no, I'd, really I'd, I'd probably prefer Ember to win because ba- Bailey's proven to me that she can't keep a title. It just goes stale. I know it's because she's on. She's a SmackDown champion in the bucket into oblivion anyway. But I'd rather Ember Moon run with it. But I don't think this title is going to have any interest until we get Bailey v Sasha, and that's never going to happen. <laughs> Interestingly, Bailey and Sasha, as amazing as they are, both suffer from the exact same thing, which is neither can hold a title. Yeah. They are both chasers. Every time they win a title, within a month, it just seems bland. Uh, the only exception, obviously, being Sasha's NXT title reign and Bailey's NXT title reign, which both mm-hmm. went for ages. Um, and Bailey's actual yeah. holding of the title wasn't that good because Sasha left and then she was stuck with. Um, Nia Jax, Asuka. Nia Jax, Nia and then Asuka, and then Asuka yeah. pissed both of whom were, yeah. Asuka just destroyed her. Yeah. yeah, Asuka, they, she just ran through it. Both of yeah, I mean that Bailey title run wasn't great, but she did not have very many good people to work with. Um, Ember winning this would be so strange that they might do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they care. I don't think they care ultimately. I no, I don't think they give a shit. I think the women's Raw, the Raw Women's Title match is going to be more going to be the more intriguing thing because they are clearly positing Becky as. I mean, we've already used the Stone Cold analogy. I would go a step further and say they're positing her as a kind of homemade 
CM Punk where they can actually mm. control what how things go because the hallmark of Punk's thing was even when he was a face, he was doing things that weren't very facey. Um, obviously not later on when he became more of a pure baby face, but in that whole title thing, he, he was attacking people. He was sneaking, sneak attacking people. He was going all on about how I'm the best. And most importantly, the, the biggest comparison to Becky, he was cutting kind of these scathing promos that made his opponents look stupid. Uh, but it what didn't matter because much like Stone Cold Steve Austin did, much like John Cena used to do a little bit uh, when he was kind of less inclined to, to build someone up, um, it pops the crowd so much and it gets people watching and gets people kind of entertained so much that it doesn't really matter who the other person is. It doesn't really matter who the opposition is. Uh, People will be there to see Becky. People, people were there to see Punk. People were there to see Cena. People were there to see Stone Cold. My grievance with this Raw Women's Title match is the fact that Natalia is boring and terrible, yeah. and I can't think of a good Natalia match. I can definitely not think of a good Natalia promo. She's only there because she's a heart. Even then, she makes that seem boring, uh, and she just drones and can't wrestle properly and her matches are terrible she botches a lot and her character is i mean she doesn't have a character she we talked just about the thing on raw didn't we you just went yeah becky did a brilliant promo and then it went to forget natalia gonna end it yeah okay oh cool see ya you get more fucking life out of the person asking the question yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Charlie Caruso is the more entertaining friggin' part of that. I mean, I think it was Kayla, but if Charlie Caruso was there, she would be the more entertaining part of that uh, interview. That, like, all that being said, Becky doesn't need anyone to make herself look good. But really, they could have done better than Natty. And it's that's simply where these it's two Canada. matches are. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But that's where these two matches, going back to the women's SmackDown title, are kind of conjoined is by the fact that. Neither are really relevant. Neither challenges are really relevant, and then neither have been made to look relevant, which is the important part. Mm-hmm. You can book someone irrelevant into relevance by making it seem like they have a chance, whereas the other, like, I mean, for Ember, it's it's more a case of no one gives a shit. For Natalia, it's literally just because it's Canada, and no one cares if if she won. Most people would be disappointed. Excuse me disappointed rather than angry that's what natalia um, does to you people yeah it does yeah legit saying that speaking about <laughs> natalia for so long has made me yawn <laughs> uncontrollably uh, yeah let's let's cure that let's move on from natalia i i think bailey yeah. and becky will both retain there you yeah. go i'd like Ember to win but i think most likely bailey wins um yeah i'd agree becky wins the only thing that could be of interest is um Ronda shenanigans, but uh, I mean, I'd like that to be honest. I would enjoy uh, seeing Ronda again. I missed her, but yeah, I think we're too far away yeah. from another big pay per view for it. Yes, that's exactly right. That is absolutely it. Yeah, because uh, so. what will what will the next pay per view be? We're T- in August. TLC September's TLC. Yes, I don't know why I know that. But I'm October, impressed, I'm impressed that, I that do. Was quick, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was far too quick. Yeah. Uh, um, gone rain October, man over here. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah. I, wow, that's throwing me for a loop. Um October's the brand split, October four. 
Is October also Hell in a Cell? Uh, sounds right. That would sound right. And then Hell November's in a Cell the makes series. sense for Ron. Unless Hell in a Cell is December, maybe actually. It's just gonna be. Remember. It's gonna be a shower of shit, isn't it? Really? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, one of those big, big grade pay per views that just acts as a precursor to the Survivor Series. Although that being said, the B class pay per views have been the best true. ones of the lot this true. year. Extreme Rules was fantastic, Extreme apart from the main event. Extreme Rules was tremendous. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I'd like to see Ronda again. She's great, but you're right. There is no main pay per view in sight to build up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So onto the main. So well, the- we presume will be the main event and should be the main event. I imagine. Um, Brock the idiot version of Seth Rollins now because what you're injured. Let's go fight a UFC fighter. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I love way. that he said <laughs> he said this week he didn't like the idea of intergender wrestling because he doesn't he didn't think it was realistic. Which is from anyone else a completely valid point of view because you're right. Intergender wrestling would not necessarily be realistic. I mean, there are pros for it. There are cons against it. One of the cons is it's not realistic. This is a man who got his spleen ruptured and his ribs caved in and he's about <laughs> to go fight Brock Lesnar. Why? You want to talk about realism, mate? The match would be over in about four seconds without your broken ribs. You're going to get murdered and you're expecting us to believe there's going to be a competitive match if it was realistic. Come on, mate. Come on. <laughs> he brought his chair out, though, when he couldn't pick he it did. up. <laughs> he hobbled, and he hobbled, and then he bursted for, like, <laughs> he, spr- he sprinted for two metres and got decked. And, and got like absolutely kneed in the face. Got clobbered to shit. And it was, a, it was amazing. Also, I like that they recovered Seth Rollins a bit because... That raw reunion, he was looking like a real, to, to again, paraphrase his girlfriend, a real dope. Yeah. He was so bad. Again, so he's, uncool. He's, he's kind of, as a face, at least, he's kind of better chasing than having the title. Yes. But he, had, but, he was booked against Baron Corbin, so I can't really judge him on this yeah, one. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. But the attack of Brock, like the blood, the targeting of the ribs... The hospital stuff with the, Becky, yeah, the, Brock then yeah. wrenching him out of the fucking thing. That was amazing, that one. That was insane. And when he F5'd him onto the thing, I was like, no, 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 that's going to hurt. Don't do that. Ah! Jesus. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that was was brilliant to make him seem sympathetic again. I mean, I'm not sure if it's worked for everyone, but it certainly worked for me to be like, okay, yeah, all right, Seth, you've you've got at least me. He just shouldn't have been on TV this week. That was yeah. stupid. That was off. stupid. Yeah, that was real silly. And the whole thing of just like him whispering into the mic, like "I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar. I guarantee it." Just like, nah, mate. That's that. Should have just have just really went. I'm in real pain. Waited, 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 waited. Whispered into the mic. Ow! And then just dropped it. Would have been yeah much better than what he actually said. Oh god, yeah, it's just so weird. Uh. Yeah, and um, a note on Paul Heyman. He, I will always think, I will always think the world of him as a promo, but he is cutting the exact same promo, and he has done it for at least two years now. The exact same promo every time. Hi, I'm or I am Paul Heyman. This is the Beast, the Conqueror the either former Universal Champion, reigning defending Universal Champion, or current reigning defending Universal Champion. And to me, 
uh, it's just over and 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 over again. And he says the same stuff. And I wish that I wish that he could have something different to say, but at the end of the day, he doesn't. He does say the same thing over and over again because it is the same thing over and over again. It is Brock versus Seth or Brock versus Roman or Brock versus Joe or Brock versus Strowman. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. It's who will beat Brock? He is the beast. He is the beast incarnate. He is the conqueror. You can't beat Brock. And I am sick of Brock Lesnar. I understand why they had the cash in. Fine, do it. But to me, there was a point to having money in the bank and I do think that you know at the end of the day Paul Heyman could have used money in the bank to be different could have used money in the bank to to be innovative in a certain way but at the end of the day it it just turned into the same promo over and over and over again and it always ends the same way that's a spoiler that's this that's that blah 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 finish and I am sick of it but it is endemic of a more systemic problem which is Basically, that WWE Creative has been stymied by having Brock Lesnar in the main event for so long, and Paul Heyman cutting the exact same promo is basically the kind of symbol of that. Yeah, it's a it's a strange one because I think thing is when Paul's there without Brock, there is almost a bit of um, individual individuality. Try and say that again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to to his promos, but when he's with Brock, yeah, you're right. It's it's very formulaic, and it's almost a waste of of him. And because when Brock turns up, I mean, he's in some phenomenal angles, like last week where he threw him on the um uh the dolly to get him in the in the ambulance and stuff. That that was fantastic. But it's just... but that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's that what Brock Lesnar does is is fantastic, and they keep turning it and turning the wheel to make it more interesting each time. But when they try and make that a story, it ends up being the same story. Yeah. You've been battered Which is by not- Brock. <laughs> Being battered by Brock. The only one who's made it different is Samoa Joe. <laughs> exactly, yeah. To be, the, to be the whole thing of... And actually, no, sorry. To, to the credit, every time Brock faces someone small, it ends up being different. True. <laughs> so AJ True. Finn were both different because it was the kind of... Well, AJ Styles yeah. could hit it with a phenomenal forearm, and then that's done. Finn Balor could hit that double stop, and, and he won't die, and then that's done. Maybe it's different. But I, the difference comes from the fact that – no, sorry. The enjoyment comes from the fact that it's different. Whereas with Brock, at the end of the day, when he's facing all these people, it ends up kind of being the same. So that leads to the same Paul Heyman promo over and over and over mm. again. If the, the thing that I am curious about – when Brock loses the title, what does he do after that? Thing is, I could see if you use Brock to just put on dream matches, I think that'd be the best way to do it. Like, I understand why he's got the title now. Like, considering he won money in the bank and so on, it was a big shock moment and ratings are shit and everything. I understand why he's got the title now, building into SummerSlam. It's what you do after SummerSlam, whether he keeps the title or loses the title, what What's he going to do? Because if he keeps the title, he's not going to show up till Survivor Rumble. Series. No, you're probably he'll Survivor probably, Series. He'll fight, he'll fight Kofi, Kofi or Raw on the Survivor yeah. Series. I imagine it'd be yeah. Kofi. Um, yeah. So it's just... 
which I'd probably look forward to. Um, and then after that, but the thing, you look forward to it because it's different. And then after yeah. that, he's going to go back to feuding with the same. same he'll pro- yeah, he'll probably, he'll probably fight like Robin at the Rumble or something like yeah. that. And you're like, oh, for God's sake. Um, so yeah, it, it. I think Brock in this. Obviously, his title run was fucking awful. But since he's came back, I think Brock's been more good than bad. But the bad's just really like outpain the good. If you get what I mean, I I agree. Yeah, it has been more good than bad. But I'm sick of the monotone nature yes. of it. In that, I want it to be different. Like it, it's it's been good what they've done, but I want there to be some difference about it to be kind of like vary it up a little. I'd agree with that. Uh, and I think it's hard with people like Rollins and Roman, especially because they've had long-standing feuds. You need something fresh in there. Yeah, you can tell. A and we saw story. it with Braun wasn't good enough to hang, and, uh, which is fine. Heyman, Kane, Heyman just laughed at him. To be honest, yeah, yeah, he did. Kane was, Kane. Uh, uh, Joe was great, but brief. And since then, we haven't really had anyone else. So mm. I mean, that that could you could criticize WWE for bringing stars up like that. I, I don't think that's necessarily the problem. I think it's more the formulaic nature of a Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. few. But, I mean, yeah, I, I can't say anything other than Brock retaining at SummerSlam, to be honest, which is a shame. But it, w- it would make sense that he then goes to face either Kofi or Orton at Survivor Series and then someone bests him at WrestleMania. Certain someone. Uh, I, don't, I actually don't think it'll be Roman. I think he's going to stay on SmackDown for a while. I, just, I, I don't think if Ro- if it's Roman v Brock in another WrestleMania main event, people people will watch, but people will backlash the shit out. Because la- last yeah. time I fucking heard it, it was awful. It the was only terrible. the only good one I remember was the one where Seth Rollins cashed in. Like the match itself was good yeah. before Rollins cashed in, and then, the Rollins, one. Yeah. then Rollins cashed in, <laughs> so it was good. Uh, yeah. But I, you, you can't you can't top that, and they've been trying to, and it's been shit. Um, mm. every time so you, you can't do that again so I think you have to build up someone new to beat Brock if they're doing that it, it Rollins could do it I think Rollins would have to beat him this weekend to be honest but you, you've had him battered for two weeks in a row if an injured Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar it's going to look fucking stupid <laughs> um, yeah it would have to be because of something Tom Fuller wouldn't it it would have to be because yeah. of something the Absolutely. only if no, he's on SmackDown. I was about to say, if Finn comes back and they strap the rocket to him, but no, he's on SmackDown. I don't know. I wouldn't have a Scooby. <laughs> Just, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's one of those, Brock Lesnar is one of those problems that needs thinking about. You can't just have someone, it's not like a US title thing where you could have Ricochet come in, win a really impressive match and be like, hello, you need to build it up. And right now, the two people they have built up, one of them's on SmackDown. And I think he's going to stay there. The other one just got his ribs fucking caved in, and there's no chance he's winning this weekend. So, well, we've obviously plotted the path to the Fiend winning. Yeah, that's true. Which, yes. I mean, it would it, like we say I mean, jokingly, but it could happen. It but could if we actually happen, yeah. But say we sub the Fiend out for Alistair Black. Yeah, Alistair it would make Black, sense. Like. They've built him as someone who just wants to fight. Who, like, even if Brock drops the title, you build up Alistair Black v. Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, oh my fucking God, even just yeah. as a one-off match, 
Fuck. It'd be brilliant. Fuck. It'd be absolutely brilliant. That's that was that is where you get the use out of having a Brock Lesnar post Universal Championship. Absolutely. That's what I want from Brock mm. to be able to have those matches. Some some of them he will win, some of them he can lose. To have those matches where Alistair Black comes out, sits in a chair, and says, "Right, I'm sick of winning." If I don't get someone good coming out here right now, I'm just going to sit here for the rest of the night and then kick people as they come into the ring. And then you hear the Brock thing, and that would be yeah. perfect, right? That And as a match, it would be perfect. But how do you uh, – that's the thing. You need Seth Rollins to win at SummerSlam for that to happen. But at WrestleMania, for someone to dethrone Brock, they would have to have been built up for over years. those coming months, which is why, like, we may say it. We may say it – not jokingly. We may, we may be saying it with – an air of fun, but to have the fiend come in, win, 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 within the space of three months, win the rumble when he's still hot, and then beat Lesnar, it actually does make sense. Mm. Like, like of all, I know people will be like, oh, he hasn't even had a freaking match yet. Yes, but it's not like it's a new commodity. All right, one, Bray is brilliant. Two, he's fitter. Three, his character is amazing. Four, he's going to be on Raw, like you said earlier. And five, the reality is Lesnar is going to need something, someone new to take the title off him. And Bray Wyatt is someone new, and he is probably going to be the hottest thing going into Rumble season. So just why not? Yeah. The thing is, if it's not, if it's not someone new, there's only two options, and we've just kind of dispelled them, and then we're back into Legends territory, and I'd rather set myself on fire. <laughs> exactly. Like, like exactly like you can't do it again. Not after Goldberg. You can't have that again. Your universal champion has to be on the show and has to be a young ish, younger. Triple H. <laughs> no, um, oh yeah, no, don't don't <laughs> tempt him. I mean I love him. I love you, Papa Hunter. You're the greatest thing right now, but don't tempt him. Um I mean, if they turn Joe face. Oh, don't. And this Don't. works. <laughs> I, I I just say it could happen. It, like if that's if this is the organic way they turn Joe face. Mm. I mean, he'd have to survive for six months Think facing it, kind of the natural, all that. The natural one that not since he came back from injury, but since like Brock's been back in the company, Daniel Bryan. Daniel yeah. Bryan toppling Brock Lesnar has been. The untold story, and I know we had the weird Nancy Brian. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that's true. But it was still a brilliant match. Yeah. Like, like yeah. that was a fucking phenomenal match. It Last was just time. strange. <laughs> it was so weird, but we just we just seen Brian turn heel, and for him to do the chicken shit thing with Brock Lesnar, and then kind of turn it around after he was being tossed around for so long, and then all of a sudden. Comes back up. No, wait, was it Rumble or Survivor Series? I think it was no, Survivor, Survivor Series because he beat AJ yeah, the yeah. day before or something. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, he did for the title. But to have that chicken shit after being tossed around and then Daniel Bryan just looks up, smiles, and goes back. Oh, perfection. But he's a very good heel, and I don't think... Because like, if you if you named the top five heels right now in WWE, like, and you, you could do it by... <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is... One of them will be Shane McMahon, and the fifth one mm-hmm. will probably be either Dolph Ziggler or Baron Corbin. True. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, right. you kind well, of do actually, need that. Let's actually do that just out of injury. Shane, yeah. Brian, Joe at the minute. At the moment, yeah. Although that could change at any second. I'd say Bro- Almas, but they probably won't book him like that. Mm, yeah, I would say Almas too, actually. Brock. I mean, what Brock is probably the main one. Almas is probably fifth, Brian. I'd say. Yeah. Just because he's actually good at wrestling, whereas the others aren't. Yeah, and then obviously you've got Ziggler being annoyed. Oh, Drew, I guess you'd put no, there before he's been, Ziggler. he's been fucking booked in it, oblivion. <laughs> but he has, yeah. He's been he's been yeah, tossed aside. Who else is there? I mean, Shinsuke's not a very, very strong he's not heel. Prominent, is he? Um No. Um It's hard to say, really. That's the, I mean that's the point, is they don't have many top heels. Randy, I guess. To be fair, he's more of an in between it. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. He is a tweener. He's just one of those guys that fights for the sake of it. Sammy's been booked terribly. Mm. There's probably someone obvious that we're missing, but I can't think of them. And then obviously Baron, as we were saying before. Yeah. Baron so yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. do need Daniel Bryan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. The lesser turn coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, no, it's a it's a it's a strong point. That Brian would be the best face of the company, but at the minute, he's the best heel in the company, so you can't have bugged yeah. everywhere. Uh, yeah, you are. Just, Six to one half as the other. just need to clone Brian to answer, really. It really fucking is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's also the, there's the wild card of the Undisputed Era in NXT, but... I don't know, something Adam, tells me they're not going to be up until Adam, They would not book Adam, book Adam Cole that strongly straight away against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I doubt it, yeah. But no, I just meant as a top heel, oh, like in terms yeah. of being a top five heel yeah, in yeah, the company. Yeah. Because of the group as well, the whole faction thing. Oh, AJ, of course, that's who we're missing. Fuck Sorry, hell, big yeah. pardon. I can't believe I forgot AJ. So but AJ being top five. It's just so lovely. <laughs> he's, he's we're just brilliant. used to him. He was a face for like two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. That, yeah, that's absolutely true. Well, the, yeah. I think they could survive not taking Adam Cole and, and the Undisputed mm. Era up as a whole mm. until 2020, think, to be honest. I think the show at the minute could probably survive Brock being champion, considering AJ is in such a prominent position. Yeah, I think absolutely. It, it's in such a Especially better with state. The brand split. Yeah, it's in such a better state than it was last time, because the mid-card yeah. belts were so fucking dead and buried, whereas now... Yeah. You've got AJ and Ricochet main evented Raws every week and, and and so on. So I think Raw's in a much better place to survive a Brock title run. So I, I'm all right with Brock winning on Sunday. And it makes sense yeah. for him to win on Sunday. So I'm going to go with that. Um, I agree, yeah. Mm. I think Brock's going to retain. But Alex, we have got an hour and 40. <laughs> yeah, as so, per usual, we talk yes, too long. Absolutely. Fantasy booked everything, which is good. <laughs> I hope if, if people like it, just... Just at us, whether it's me or Alex or even the show. Uh, just, yeah, whatever. If you want to see Alistair Black, I really want that to happen now, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Alistair You're going to be rock. shattered when it does. I know, it's going to be it's gonna be like a Dean Ambrose situation where he just destroys him in three seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, um, yeah, that that's the show. Hopefully, I, I'm quite looking forward to the weekend because NXT is always good, even though it's not the strongest one, but it's always good. And SummerSlam, maybe the card looks all right. It looks all right. I thought it looked better to be honest, but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. SummerSlam is normally yes, good. Half of it's normally yeah. good. That's the thing with the big ones. Half of it's good, half of it's shit. But um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll I mean, it's, it's not going to be as long a show hopefully this mm. year, so that's going to be in its favour. 
That is a good point. That is a very good point. But we'll finish up there. So thank you for joining me, Alex, and thank you, everyone, for listening to the whole thing. Catch us later. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.